Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by Craig, and he has many comments and questions, and this is what he has to say. Hi Sandman, are you familiar with phone sex sites like Nightflirt? If you peruse through some of their listings, you'll probably recognize a lot of themes that MGTOWs discuss. Not specifics, mind you, but broader themes nonetheless. What most women offer there aren't vanilla phone sex services, but rather to play their part in fetishes that typically fall into the category of female domination. And some of these are about humiliating men, sometimes verbally. Example, mocking on their social status, financial status, penis size. And or coercing guys to do humiliating things. Example, wearing women's clothing, to eating their cum, or fucking themselves with a dildo, etc. Or sometimes it's about fantasies of something humiliating being done to them. Example, role-playing being cuckolded, raped by a strap-on, raped by another man, or having their penis locked to a chastity device and not allowing them to get an erection. Other ones are about blackmail and financial domination. A lot of women on Night Flirt offer consensual blackmail, where they coerce men into giving them personal information or even access to their personal computers using remote desktop services to access their personal data. They then tell men to do things for them where they threaten to do something embarrassing with their personal data. Sometimes this is done during forced intoxication calls, where men drink as much as the women on the other end of the phone tell them to drink until they're so drunk they can't remember what they're doing. A lot of women offering this service say they want men to do it so they'll spill all their secrets and so they can get inside their heads. I'm more or less okay with people doing whatever gets them off. I'd imagine most of these interactions basically amount to elaborate or expensive fetishes, although I know that there have been cases of unquestionable abuse and blackmail in the past. But I'm not trying to make a case for or against Nightflirt or sites like them. What's interesting to me, and what I'd like to hear from you and your thoughts on, is what the existence of a large number of men with these kinds of fetishes means for MGTOW and for fighting gynocentrism. It seems that a lot of men are turned on at some level by the thought of women exploiting them, enough to blow hundreds or thousands of dollars on sites like Nightflirt. These fetishes often make explicit what's implicit in the gynocentric worldview. And that view is that men are only good for being controlled sexually or financially by women. Is it possible that some parts of men's brains evolve to accept their role of, in gynocentrism, and that fetishes hijack that part in the same way that drugs are said to hijack the reward centers of the brain? If so, do you think it's possible part of the reason there's male resistance to men's rights in MGTOW is because many men are essentially turned on by feminists who want to manipulate them and treat them like they're disposable? I know it's a long, circuitous topic for a video, but I would be very interested in what you think. Thank you. Well, that's what Craig has to say, and I'm completely in agreement with his reasoning. I used to get pleasure taking care of my ex-girlfriend, cooking for her, cleaning for her, giving her attention. Essentially, being a slave brought me pleasure. I've spent 15 years of my life conditioning my brain to accept reality in that particular way. Now I'm working very hard to rewire my neural pathways to no longer be a simping manservant. Men are naturally slaves to women, and we want the dopamine from our sexual partners as well as experiences, as well as simply being around them. We want to feel pleasure, but like you said, there's a part of our brain that has evolved to accept gynocentric behavior and control from women. Of course, many men want to believe in feminism. Some men believe in feminism because they want to believe that men and women are equal. I used to think that the sexes were equal, and I was brainwashed by culture and society to accept that women were just as capable as men in accomplishing all tasks. 
In my relationships, I pushed for equality and even believed that men and women were the same mentally. The red pill has made me take a very rude awakening. Women, on the other hand, have to work much harder to shut down the irrational parts of their brains than men do. Men have an easier time doing it, but social conditioning is increasingly making it difficult for men to do so. And yes, I think most men are turned on by female manipulation. When you see an attractive-looking woman in a tight dress with a nice figure, pretty hair and makeup on, as well as high heels to accentuate her legs, that's pure manipulation and lies. And you're turned on by it in most cases. The woman is presenting a lie, and consciously you know it's a lie, but subconsciously you're attracted to it. Your attraction to her is purely irrational and emotional, so it shuts down the rational thoughts in your mind that scream out, Danger, Will Robinson, danger. Whenever I see women trying to attract men through makeup and revealing clothing, it makes me angry. Because I see it for what it is, a lie and a parlor trick designed to turn off my rational mind. Yet it has the opposite effect on me today, as opposed to the past. Today it heightens the danger parts in both my conscious and subconscious mind. Why does she think she can lie to me with her body and her looks, and think that she can take advantage of my biology? If I wanted to do the same thing to women, I would drive an expensive sports car or truck, wear expensive clothing and take women for expensive meals to attract them. But that wouldn't be honest of me, and would be a complete lie. That's not really who I am. That's the me that I would put on as an act to attract women in the first place. Remember, the best way to defend your mind from irrational emotions is to think rational thoughts. I spoke about Sir Isaac Newton and Nikola Tesla before, and how they were single during most of their lives. And I'm starting to think that if a man remains rational instead of emotional, he will be able to protect himself from being taken advantage of women in the future. A man going his own way should strive to think rationally all of the time, because the rational mind is the best protection from being exploited by women. Tonight I was out taking pictures at a party, and there were tons of teenage girls all around me. And they had their makeup done, their clothing was revealing, and their figures were perfect without any fat on their bodies. They were at the height of their sexual attractiveness, and they were behaving like the world was literally revolving around them. Most of the men that have risen to the top of their chosen fields and professions do so because they are great at reading people's emotional states and taking advantage of them. And these types of men know subconsciously that women are also trying to take advantage of them for the most part so they can't get that subconscious dopamine fix by being attracted to women. Instead, they have to get their dopamine by being consciously aware of women trying to take advantage of them. That's why men go to dominatrixes and willingly allow women to blackmail them and yell at them. I let that girl Sailor Spoon yell at me because it turned me on for a while, but then after a few days it drove me nuts. Part of me wanted to be punished even though I knew I was doing nothing wrong. But my conscious mind couldn't trick my subconscious mind long enough for the oxytocin or bonding chemicals to be created. I used my rational mind to prevent myself from falling in love with Sailor Spoon. Today I have pornography to produce enough dopamine to get enough satisfaction in that department. The problem for me is I'm an oxytocin junkie, and I haven't found a fix for it over the last year. To fix that, I have to experience love and become vulnerable and bond with a woman. And it's really tough for me because I know that my body craves that oxytocin drug, and it's putting me on edge from time to time, especially since I've been single. Sex was never really what I truly craved in a relationship. It was hugging, kissing, and intimacy. And now I've learned that the feelings that I get from those behaviors are caused by oxytocin. And better yet, I can actually buy oxytocin in a nasal spray and breathe it in, and apparently it makes you feel as good as when you're getting a hug from someone or holding their hand. This is an experiment I definitely want to try in the future. 
I want to order and take this drug and see what happens. And this is what one article from Popular Science had to say about the drug. The brain releases oxytocin into the bloodstream during physical contact, such as stroking, hugging, and sex. When this happens, blood pressure lowers and you feel calm, safe, and trusting. As a part of the body's anti-stress system, it works as a mirror to adrenaline, the hormone associated with the fight-or-flight response. You see, I'm adding a link in the description below to this article so you can also read it for yourself. But apparently the body releases oxytocin slowly into the bloodstream, unlike the nasal spray, and it's often not as strong, but in smaller doses. The woman who wrote this article also ended up taking oxytocin to feel more connected to a guy that she was going on a date with. It made her relaxed enough to possibly trigger oxytocin production in her date as well. If one person has more oxytocin in their bloodstream, it's more likely to produce the same chemical in others. Oxytocin also takes away anxiety and nervousness, so it might do wonders on first dates, much like alcohol. And you also get oxytocin from orgasms and during masturbation, but probably not the same amount as you would in physical sex and physical contact. Anyways, let me get back on the topic of male desire and men desiring to be slaves or manginas. Of course many men want to be women's slaves. It's easier to let people lead you instead of thinking for yourself, especially if you fall for someone and become irrational and in love. It's about hijacking the irrational reward centers in the brain. You want to feel the dopamine rush through your body. And many of us MGTOWs are actually recovering natural drug addicts. The brain is the best pharmacy in the universe because it's tailored to our own individual body and is compatible with it. Dopamine is the pleasure chemical, and oxytocin is the bonding chemical. Since becoming a MGTOW, I have not had a problem getting my dopamine fix from my jobs, YouTube channel, as well as long drives in the country. But like I said, oxytocin is something that I really want badly and I think I'll probably get the oxytocin and see if it makes me feel any differently. Between oxytocin and pornography, I might feel the same satisfaction with regards to having sex with a living, breathing woman with regards to the chemicals that my brain produces. Do you guys think it's an experiment worth trying? Let me know. Men are not slaves to women. We are slaves to the way that women make us feel. If we can feel the same way without women, then we will no longer be slaves to women. The answer is fairly simple. Anyways, thanks again to Craig for his donation. Hopefully I've given you a good answer and some additional things to think about. As for everyone else, thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.